Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Vile Files Questions with Nick edition. Once again, we're excited to uh, be with you twice a week. We have Suge here. Hello. We have Rochelle, as always. Yes. Lovely ladies. How's life been? Really great, I assume. Yes. (laughs) Pretty good. It's been a pretty good life. We got some great, great calls uh, coming up. Uh, Really exciting calls. I thought it was fun. We kind of delved into you and Suge's relationship. We we talk about my relationship with Suge, our relationship, our friendship. Uh, We have uh, (laughs) uh, a lot of interesting calls, a lot about friend zoning and and, and, uh, jumping ladders from friend zoning to fucking maybe. Maybe Shug and I are, or maybe we're not. Tune in to this episode. (laughs) You got to find out, have I seen the D? It's the big question amongst my gays. I know that much. uh, Listen, life's confusing, and uh, we're just here to try to have some conversations about life and dating, and we thank you guys for for tuning in with us. You are good at female friendships, I will say that. Do you think that's true? At having female friendships for himself? Yeah, I think that's true. Uh, Sure. How about you? How, are you are you good at having male friendships? Oh yeah, really good. Really good. What kind of friendships? How <laughs> I just your, get friend zoned. I feel like how immediately. Is, how has your like, dating cool. life been, Rochelle? Well, okay. So I asked a guy out. I've been in a year of asking guys out. Okay, okay. and I great. But I've got the my rate. What's it when you get zero responses? I've been batting zero average. You're batting zero. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm batting You're, zero. Okay. What do you mean? No one says Wait, yes. And how are you asking? Like on dating apps and in person? All I always way? do it over. It's I never do it in person, which is probably you're sliding normal. in the DMs or texting or emailing. I email no one. No one. Zero. Well, this guy circled back. I asked him out a year ago. He just circled back. Cute. Okay. Wait. wait. You mean what? You, you've gone on dates. I know you're not. That's. I've gone on dates, yes. Sometimes people ask me out, but when I've asked someone out, Mm, mm -hmm. this is the only guy, and it took him a year. Okay, great. So he circled back. Hey, hey, he circled back. I want to focus on this. And maybe you have a type of people who just aren't very motivated (laughs) in life. Well, it was a nice date, but then so we went out a couple times, and he invited me over. And he turns out he's like super into VR. Virtual cool. reality, video games. Like he has stickers on his car about VR. Okay. So I get there and he makes me watch four videos of him playing VR. That's weird. Right? He makes you watch him playing VR. Yeah. When he said makes you watch. <laughs> Not make me, but he was <laughs> Sit like, here. I'm going to play this for you. Yeah, but it was like the least sexy thing you could possibly mm-hmm. do. And that's a long time. Maybe one where Maybe you're like, one. Oh, How did it example. come up? There was no segue. Well, he's like thinking he's going to sell these videos to someone and like make money, like get them on a network. But, so he has this idea for work and he yes. your take on it. Or, yeah. I That's a little know. bit more normal than he made me watch a video. That's yeah, how but it, he uh, also still ignored weird. you, I'm sure, for four of these games and was super into his game. Or was he involving you? Did no, he, he wasn't offer for playing you to the play? game. I was watching a video of him playing. Which Ugh, I think is weird, worse. but it is, it is like a thing. Is it? Well, I think for like kids. Oh, like Twitch? I don't know. I don't, I'm not familiar with this world. It, it blows my mind, but apparently there's this, you like gamers oh, yeah. can make a lot of money. Tons of money. Lots of money. They have like think, gaming houses where you move into a house and that's what you and do ho- all day and people, people watch, watch them you play, play the game and get tips and tricks and shit. Yeah. Is he giving tips of how to play? 
It's just like funny. It's he like edits at ed- edits. It's, it's meant funny. to be comical. Listen, there's yes. something so it's good like a in here. Pick. And you're a comedy yeah. woman. Was it funny? He knows you're funny. He wanted to, he respects your opinion. Okay, maybe I said it in worse. It felt not fun for me. Fair enough. So but doesn't yeah, just because he meant to be funny doesn't necessarily yeah. make it yeah. funny. People attempt to be funny all the time. Yeah. But I then I got in my head, I was like, why are you so obsessed with VR? And then I was like, are you watching VR porn? Because I watched Black Mirror and the first oh, one yeah. of the last season that is all so about good. VR. Yeah. Have you seen that? I have not. Oh, been it's about, yeah, it's yeah. two boys, two best friend guys that play VR and they run into each other in the VR oh, world and yeah. one is a girl and one is a boy and they start hooking up as their VR characters. It's yeah. excellent. So I'm like, is that what he's into? <laughs> is he like... Living some double life with some anime girl on VR. So that's that's where you went? Yeah, that's where I went. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I don't think there's a... uh, I don't think you can make that assumption that quickly that he's into VR porn. What if he is into VR porn? Is that a problem? And when you say into VR porn means he watches vr that's his taste of porn or like, like what if he's that's obsessed? his but you know in the black mirror like they couldn't get they weren't excited by regular experiences anymore yeah mm-hmm. but that's playing off just porn in general yeah like right mm-hmm. i mean what if what if he watched vr <laughs> what if that's his only porn he watches is that extra weird no i just feel like how can you compete with vr titties Easily. Oh, honey, the real thing. Look yeah, at those what? sitting beside me. If I grabbed your boob right now, I guarantee you I, that would be more satisfying than me pretending to win a game. They're doing incredible things with VR. I've played. I have a friend. Uh, I don't think he's obsessed <laughs> with VR porn. Incredible things. Uh, they are. And while it was very cool and very realistic to kill a zombie in the VR world, it's still... Wasn't like a real no. Zombie. It would be much more satisfying to kill a zombie in or, real or life. Or also just way scarier if there was an actual zombie there. <laughs> scarier, yeah. Uh, are you so? Where, where are we now? Are you so okay? Forward? After I was like, listen, I don't know about this guy. I'm gonna wait till he reaches out and then see. So I never reached out. He never reached out. It was a mutual ghosting. Okay, that's a nice Is that mutual ghosting. Ghost. Mutual ghost. Is that no, a just thing? Just to not reach back out. What is that? That's a thing. Not moving, even to say thanks. That moving was fun. On. Well, it wasn't fun. Oh, it was fun-ish. Wait, so now you want the guy you don't want yeah. because he doesn't want you? Exactly, Nick. <laughs> that is how my brain works. Well, this is how everyone's brain. No, fun-ish isn't, you know, whatever. Next. You don't like the guy. Anyways, this is what questions with Nick. And uh, do we call it questions with Nick? I know I didn't have answer, but like. You want to call it questions with Nick? Do, I don't know. Ask Nick we... is what I called it. Ask Nick. Ask us. I want to be wanted it doesn't uh, yeah. matter by whom. Don't we? Wow. Yes. Really? Uh, of course. And you are wanted by me. I'm still thinking about grabbing your boob. So. Also, you probably were just like judging me. Listen. I, love, I was judging. I love judging you, Michelle. I'm very when ju- you, I know, When you get I judgy, it's pretty clear on your face <laughs> that uh, you are. Was he handsome? Not into it. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. He was hot. He was a hot VR person <laughs> who wanted, respects your opinion who respects as a comedian. Your opinion as a comedian <laughs> and wanted your take on And you on sat this there video. like mm. <laughs> Nick. <laughs> Nick. Uh, oh, yeah. You, so you you never followed up with him. Mm-mm. Hmm. Hmm. Well, maybe what, you it, should If he up. wanted to go out again, would you go out with him? At this point, yeah. Well, no, it's been too long. It's been too long. How it's been long a week. It it's been a week. A week? Oh a my week? god, a week! A Not a week? week? Holy shit! Long. Is he even alive still? You guys a week are the worst. is not a long time. Uh, well, I think. Uh, I don't know. 
might be worth another shot. Give it a shot. A virtual I mean, listen, shot. We, he hasn't followed up with you, so take that in consideration. Yeah. That you are... A week is too long to not reach out. Well, you didn't reach I, out? I think he probably... It would have been nice if he reached out yes. to you by now. Absolutely. But for you, you know. But it's I also just, not too long to I be like, I just don't hey. know how much she judged him to his face. <laughs> I know. It's hard. He might be a little bit like, I don't know. She doesn't like, she doesn't respect my livelihood. So, (laughs) and I haven't heard from her. Yeah. What if he's feeling very vulnerable about like opening up his door? He's probably worried. She probably thinks I'm super into VR porn. (laughs) I don't know. I'm curious if you have any interest at all. And if you feel like it went off the rails because conclusions were being jumped to, it might be worth reaching out again. What's the worst that could happen? With what? You uh, asking him out again. He reached out again. Just don't. I think it's better to let sleeping dogs Because you're not into it. That's you're not it. into it. To me, fine. I'm like, you're not into it. I'm though. not. Okay. Fair enough. Moving moved on. on. We've moved on. Anyway. Well, guys, as always, thanks for listening. We have an exciting show ahead of for you guys. It's going to be great. What's your time with me? Let's ask Nick your sexy questions. What is your name? What is your question? How can we help? Uh, my name's Stephanie, and I'm calling in today asking you about um, potentially getting yourself out of the friend zone with um, one of your oldest friends. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I really have like really strong feelings for a friend I've known for 20-something years. Um, you know, we've kind of been there with each other through everything. Um, but, you know, lately I've realized that I like him as more than a friend. But I don't know if it's risky to try to, like, date your oldest friend or, like, how to even find out if they would potentially feel the same. How long have you known this friend for? Uh, like, 24 years or something. Really 20, long time. 24 years. And why have you decided that you want to pursue this? Um, well, in the last few years, I've, like, had stronger feelings for him, like, more than a friend feeling. But he's always been dating someone else, so I've never like talk to anyone about her, like pursued it because he was dating somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, now he's single and I'm single and I'm like, we hang out real a lot more than we used to, um, you know, during our college years. Um, and so I'm just kind of thinking like, you know, maybe the two of us can try to date or something, but I don't know. Um, have you guys ever expressed or has there been any, when you first became, I mean, that was 24 years ago. So it's not like, I mean, has there ever been a moment that without you trying to search um, for it, um, like, has there been an well, obvious awkward situation? So we're both like very like physical people. So like, you know, we hug a lot and we're like always all over each other. So it's, you know, very like when you say all a over very each physical, other, I mean, sure. Like, you know, he'll like, like when we walk, like, you know, he'll kind of like lean on me or like we'll hold on to each other or like we'll hold hands sometimes, like, but not in like, hold hands. I don't think he ever yes. intends it. In ha, let's just way. cut to the just... chase. Have you seen the D? Have you? No, she hasn't seen his. Have you have seen you his seen dick? Have you seen the D? What? Have, have you, you seen, seen his, his penis? penis? Yeah. Yep. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so it sounds like it's safe to say you don't really have much to go on. The fact that he's your physical, he's physical. Shug is a very physical person. Every time I pick her up, she constantly strokes my bicep. I don't think she's trying to sleep with me. I just know that Shug yeah. likes physical touch. And as friends, uh, I don't read into it. Um, I think sometimes people can make the mistake, especially if they've decided, oh, I might want to be curious about that. You start reading into situations that really just aren't there. 
Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't have a lot of information to go on about this guy, but if you're speaking in general about friend zoning and how to take that leap, it's incredibly challenging. It's even more challenging for you because you've known this guy uh, for so yeah. long. I mean, would you consider him your best friend or is he just some guy you've known for a long time? You've always been kind of oh, pals. No. He, he's like one of my best friends. Like, you know, we, used, we hang out a lot. We talk to each other a lot. Like we kind of like lean on each other for everything. So let me ask you this. I mean, and that's great because obviously when it comes to relationships, that's, I'll, I'll, you know, there's a lot of things about having a best friend of the opposite, opposite sex. You're just like, man, like, well, we love hanging out, you know, like Suge and I are great friends and we spend a lot of time together. We are platonic friends. There's a lot about what Suge and I do on a daily basis to be like, well, you know, whenever I meet someone, I'd like to have this type of like fun and, and comfortability with someone. Uh, but yeah. at the same time, I'm just kind of really curious about why, other than that, fine. Why have you decided that, you know, just because he's available, because again, I using sugar as the example, there's, I and I have other women friends that I love spending time with, uh, other than am I just bored and lonely? You know, why have I decided Jesus. to want... No, I'm just talking about... You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> if you no, are friends with someone, I what do. is changing you or go, oh, well, you're single, I guess. Have you always felt this way? And and I mean, does it um, come down... I'm so curious about, like, the physical touch of it all. Like, because I, I haven't had that happen to me where I was in a friendship and it switched over, but I, I have, I, I guess, wanted to explore what it would be like physically... You know, or are you like really starting to picture this as your husband? Yeah. Back to next point. What did change? Yeah. Because I, yeah. I don't I don't think she's just like, yeah, he's hot. I always wanted to fuck him. No, I know. But that when you suddenly want to have sex with your friend, it sure. could mean yeah. a lot so more. What, what changed other than the fact that you're both single isn't a reason. So we'll start there. Um, I. You know, I honestly, if I really rack my brain, I really don't know what changed because we've been friends for so long. And like, you know, he's always dated while we like we've been friends. But I I think like over the last few years, he's just been there for me more. And I just I kind of like sure. I like having yeah. that. And he's just he's just an all around good guy. Like, you you know, he has fun and you want to have fun with him. Like, you know, he makes you laugh. He makes everyone laugh. He just always wants everyone to have a good time. I think I just. I don't know. Maybe it's just I really enjoy hanging out with him, and I'm that all turning that into like wanting to date him. But like, I'm, again, I, there's... like I, it's not. It's definitely not like just a physical. Like, oh, I really just want to sleep with him. Like, sure. I really could see myself. Like, oh, you know, I never thought of it before. But like, you know, he's a really good guy. Like, I could see myself dating him and being happy. Totally. I uh, I think. I mean, the the generalization is you're going to have to make a choice. I don't know this guy. How mature he is? How could he handle you? putting yourself out there would it change the dynamic are you guys mature enough to are you mature enough to be rejected and then still have the same type of friendship i mean these are all variables you have to consider i mean honestly i know i definitely am because i've had it happen before where like a friend like i've expressed that i liked a friend and they you know weren't feeling the same and we're still friends today Um, but I think with him it's just we've been friends for much longer Mm -hmm. than the rest of the group and i'm very very nervous about like you know, trying anything. But maybe if you approached it without like, you know, let's get into a relationship, but just like the honest feeling of like, hey, like I, it's, I'm suddenly starting to think of us in this way. Is that a, is you, have you well, ever I, like I, making it an easy conversation? I've never made that transition. I'm, I'm usually the one who I'm, you know, just as my personality, if I, 
I don't ever like grow into wanting to date someone if I'm friends with them. It, I, that's just me. That's different for a lot of people. Uh, I think that's the person I attract. I think there's two ways to approach this. I don't necessarily, not saying which is one, one's better than the other. I think it has to do with personality. There's the slow play option, right? You could simply just kind of put it out there, maybe feel him out. Um, at some point, you're going to have to be vulnerable to let him know. Like, you can't confuse him and just start rubbing his arm a little bit more. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, you can't, you know, like, you can't just start, like, being like, do you want to go on a date? You know, like, you have to put yourself out there at least a little bit. Yeah. But you could generally play it a little bit slower where you can just slow play it. Or you can, yeah. or you can, like, take a stand almost and say... I've decided I want to pursue a relationship with you in your head. And then you really put yourself out there. I, I see Shug sh shaking your head. Here's the thing. Um, the safe, the first option is the safe play that makes it easier to put yourself out there, put your toe in the water. It's a little cold. You're like, ah, mm -hmm. no, I really don't want to swim in that pool. But I do think the second option has, uh, is a bigger risk. But ha if you really want this, I think it has the best chance of having you succeed. The reason why I say this is yeah. because a, a lot of people in relationships, they like to have their cake and eat it too, in a sense. And that doesn't make him a bad guy, but he also, I'm, I'm assuming, values your relationship as well. He probably comes to you for advice and there's a comfort thing. Uh, again, yeah. Shug and I, we kind of joke, but like we're, we're both single. So there are moments that because we're both single, it's kind of like, hey, can I come over and talk and whatever? If either of us are in relationships, I'm not saying we will stop hanging out or be friends, but that right. our, our significant others will start filling those spaces, right? And so, right, right. I'm just saying, uh, usually people in friend zones, the best way to change that or jump that ladder is to stop giving them what you're giving them in the friend relationship, right? Mm -hmm. Because they can have it. Yeah. They don't need to necessarily date you to get the value that you're bringing to the table already. And if they don't want to be right, in a committed right. relationship, so to really uh, that. To really do that, you kind of have to stop to say, listen, if you want this, you have to have all of it. And I want to be in a relationship with you, so I'm not going to be available. And it's kind of like, it sucks, but you have to kind of stop being the friend that you are if you want the relationship with them. Otherwise, people tend to, again, I'm not saying that's what you should do, but talk about a friend zone. Like, yeah. it's very hard to to accomplish what you're doing. Most likely, right. after 24 years... Maybe. And like the love story, you got Ashley and Jared, you know, fine. But um, those are the exceptions, not the rule. I just think you have to stop. And again, back bringing Ashley and Jared, for those of you who know Ashley and Jared, Ashley had to move on. Jared like had the friend. He had it all. And Jared, and Ashley finally, for the first time in their friendship, she started seriously dating someone else. So there needs to be a trigger or a rattle and they have to stop thinking they can get it. That's usually the only way to get person to realize if I want you in my life, I need to have all of you. Hmm. I, right. I just, I shrug you again. That's not the only option. You can slow play it. And but generally speaking, people don't tend to come around unless, unless he's just like on some other podcast calling right now and being like, I like this girl. I don't know how to say it. They're friends for 24 <laughs> but, years. And like, who knows? That's possible. <laughs> highly unlikely. I, I just think. Uh, to me, because you, it sounds like you have such a great best friendship, and that is so rare. Maybe if not even more rare than being in a romantic relationship to me. So not losing that should definitely be a priority. And I or, know that, that's, that you're not saying to yeah. give that up, but 
because you're in such a good close friendship, there's no reason to me that this isn't a conversation. And, you know, if he's like, ugh, I don't feel that way, then then you make a decision like, okay, do my feelings go away or am I in love with him? You know, like if you're just at the point and it sounds to me where you're like, wow, I'm starting to kind of think and picture and romanticize this guy, which I haven't done over 24 years, and that's starting to happen to you, it's almost like you're in a better seat to kind of catch it before your fantasies about him take over. And then you need to Mm -hmm. be like, hey, I need to stop fucking being around you. I agree with Shug. In your situation here, my gut tells me you're not totally sure if you want to date him. You're not convinced. You're not like 100%. You're like, ah, maybe. And to Shug's point, I think you have a great friend that you... I'm I'm kind of at the point that I'm just like, is it is it worth it to keep thinking about it and possibly ruin my friendship or like just the friend group itself and make yeah. things weird just because I want to date my friend? Like, Here, here's my, I, I don't know. My gut tells me you're slightly bored with your dating life and a little impatient. And he is a potentially great option. And you're like, mm. huh, Damn. what if I date him? He seems like a great guy. It makes a lot of sense. I think to Shug's point, you have a great friend and there is a risk there. So maybe like don't nest, let's kind of more search inward on yourself for a little bit longer, still date yeah. other people and see, really see there, maybe explore in the meantime while you're like focused on yourself, maybe put out a little feelers and kind of see if it's even an option. I think what I'm saying mm-hmm. about the cut it off is Again, using I, Ashley, I and if you're totally. using Ashley as an example, Ashley was in love with Jared. She, it wasn't a question. She wasn't debating whether I want to be friends with them. She's like, no, I want to be with this guy and I will settle right. with a friendship. If you get to that point and you can't just be yourself for the people listening yes. and they're in this like, and again, these friendships, a lot of people in these friend zones, there's that person who's like decided, okay, I guess I'll be your friend because it's my only option. And eventually you'll get stressed and you'll fight and you'll like, you'll give them your time and you will be there for them. And you'll make yourself available all the time and you'll do all the nice things. And again, Ashley did all these sweet things for Jared and it was sincere, but in, in her wanting to make Jared happy, but she always wanted, she always wanted Jared's love in return. And what I'm saying is right. if you're that friend out there who, who knows you want to be with someone, you have to stop doing that to get that person to see you in a different light, like Ashley and Jared. So I just think for you right now in your situation, I'm not entirely convinced this is what you want. I think you've decided maybe it could be a great option because he's a great guy. Which is a true thing. Which is a true thing. Yeah, and you know, that that yeah. really is a oh. very beautiful way for a marriage to start. 100%. And like one of the yeah. ones that I think would probably last is ones that happen between friends and people that know each other. And that's what they say. You want it to be your best friend, like Ashley totally. and Jared. Like that's the that's the kind of stuff that lasts forever. So I think it's so worth you having these thoughts and worth you pursuing this idea at a paced way and involving him. You, you know, look at you, girl. Yeah, I would keep keep trying to date other people while slowly figuring out if there's anything there and then decide if this is what you want to go for. At some point, you might have to take a risk. But uh, usually these things don't just wake up and we're dating you know like one of you you'll have to figure it out um and until you see the d you don't really know what you want i'm just kidding (laughs) you're just nodding like it's serious you know the d means the penis what i would slowly start doing (laughs) is 
definitely here's what if he wants to talk to you about girls he's dating fine never ask anymore stop asking mm-hmm. stop asking about his relationship stop giving a shit about that stop pretending you care about wanting to hear about him having sex with other girls just stop you know set that precedent early on kind of the subconscious of you're not stop being the person that that is something that i kind of started doing so a few months ago he invited me out with our like our friend group it was a bunch of us i'm usually the only girl in the group so it was very like it's always very chill honestly um but so he invited me out specifically to get my approval about a girl and then like i told him like yeah she's really cool i like her like you know we get along she doesn't seem stuck up like keep dating her if you want to but like i didn't make a big deal out of like you know anything that she was doing like he made me like her handler for the night when we all started drinking a little bit and then a few weeks later he stopped dating her i'm like he was so into this girl and i mean welcome to it just felt like it just felt like the second i told him i liked her that he like was like okay i'm done with well that you're reading into um (laughs) for sure (laughs) you're that has nothing to do with you he just decided he doesn't like a girl anymore Uh, a lot of guys like a girl and stop liking him overnight um so that has nothing to do with you so stop reading into situations it just, it that aren't just there. felt weird i was like i hope I nah, it felt weird to you it, it, like, it, I just, yeah it had nothing to do with you so that's but, the, not a but the reason that nick is saying to stop um having interest in the people that he's dating i think is because that's a clear sign that you have romantic feelings about him like really like look at the places where you can send those signals, right? Yeah, it's also, like he was the the more he goes to you for mm-hmm. advice, the more he sees you as a friend, right? So you got to get him to stop. You have to slowly get him to stop seeing you. See you. You have to slowly start to get. You, you got to slowly start <laughs> getting him to see you in a different light. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So, all right. Hopefully, yes, hope, hopefully that's helpful. You're all right. Thanks yes, for calling well, in. Thanks. All right. Have a great day. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Stephanie. Bye. You too. The friend Bye. zone, the friend zone thing. It's a, it's a real thing. No, it is. But again, I think in a lot of friend, a, a lot of friend zone relationships, uh, there's the ones that are true friendships, and there's a even playing field, and especially a lot of them are there's not people just accept to be friends because that's yeah. all they can have. Totally. And if you like, you have to take at some point you have to risk the friendship. But I always like if that's. But if the friendship isn't what you really want, then you're not necessarily losing anything. Because a lot of times these friend friend zone relationships, so much of that relationship you have because you don't have the boyfriend or girlfriend. They're filling that void. And you're just lying to yourself about like how close of friends you are. But in reality, they're just taking up the emotional side of the relationship. You're just it's like you're not you're just not getting the sex. You're saying if if they want something more than just yes. a friendship. Some, yes, if they want that. Yes, I agree. I, and the truth is, it's kind of like with anything. If you're not if you're not being true to how you honestly feel mm-hmm. in a relationship and like you're on one side of it and you're like, yes, I'm just your friend, but really your insides are telling you something. It's so toxic for you and totally. there's not a real friendship there anyway. Like you're always wanting for something that's not happening. It's just so, so unhealthy. Yeah. And, and it, it doesn't end well. So you're right. Way, yeah. Like standing up and being like. Yeah. The only way to do that is to shut it down. Stand up and shut it down. You got to sh- you got to shut it down. Uh, Did you, do you guys not struggle with that at all? You guys being, you're both single. But we are, no, we, we, there's never been, mm-mm. I mean, you know, we're talking about people lying about themselves. So in theory, I guess neither of us would know. But <laughs> oh, like, I would fully admit We don't it. sense that. I guess maybe, <laughs> maybe we're also like, again, again, not to age shame the youth, but like. 
as older people, I think it's you're more comfortable with the things you want and don't want, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's easier for people who have been in relationships before to just be platonic friends because early in life you meet someone, you have this chemistry and you're trying to figure out what that means uh, as opposed to like, listen, I, you know, if we have sex, it's going to get weird or whatever. So we don't, I don't with other women, but I can't speak for everyone. You know, it's it, it's a... I think it's like it's a beautiful thing when you can early on analyze where more benefit is going to come from a relationship. And like with Nick, for an example, I think that that's, you know, I look at it and I'm like, where am I going to get the most benefit out of having this person in my life? It's not from from being in a sexual relationship with him. I feel like that was like a a passive aggressive dig at my dick, but. Oh, trust me, I'm very interested in your dick, but I don't want to be in a relationship with it. Okay, okay. Uh, Yeah, anyways, fascinating. Uh, What is your name? My name is Lauren. Hi, Lauren. I'm Nick. This is Suge. We have Rochelle in the room as well. Yes. How can we... Nice to meet you guys. Nice to meet you both. How (laughs) can we... I have to say, Shug, I used to watch you on YTV. <gasps> oh, we have a Canadian yeah. calling in. Hello. Yeah, I'm, I'm in Montreal right now. Oh, so. lovely. Montreal. Hi. All right. Yeah. Fellow Canadians. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, I love the zone. We'll One- be there in our hearts forever. Wonderful. Uh, how can yes, we- exactly. Yeah. <laughs> how can we help you, Lauren? Um, so the question that I uh, sent in has to do with um, a friend of mine. Um, who is uh, somebody who I used to have a pretty intense relationship with, uh, sexually, emotionally, um, everything like that. So, but were they your the boyfriend or girlfriend, is, or like you just uh, everything no, without the label? So we were never, yeah, we were never officially in a couple or anything. But um, basically, what happened was I a couple years ago um, ended a relationship, and a few months after that, I met um, an older guy that. I'd kind of known through my ex-boyfriend. How much older? And uh, so we have a 16-year age difference. Okay. How old are you? Yeah. I'm 28, okay. and he'll be 45 at the end of the month. Okay. So, yeah. So um, so we both kind of met at a time when we were, we were both going through a, a difficult time, and so we became really, really close. And eventually it led to a, a sexual relationship. Um, and so that kind of went on for about five months. And eventually one day it was, he kind of, he made the decision that, you know, it wasn't really the best idea that we continue going in the direction that we were going in, given that we both, you know, obviously the age difference and everything and just had different like plans in life and stuff. And so, so now it's been, um, about a year and a half since the last time we slept together. Um, but we're still extremely close. Okay. So we, we call each other every morning and every night. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We, Who's calling yeah. who more? Who's calling who more? Uh, he's probably calls me more. Yeah, I'd say he's a little bit more dependent on me. But we go through our phases. Like, uh, like sometimes like he'll be busy doing something and I'll get really dependent. And like, why aren't you talking to me? Or other, sometimes it's the, the opposite. So okay. um, yeah, it kind of goes back and forth. Um, so what's your question? And well, so my question is, is cause I have this friendship with him that I don't really want to, like, I, I don't want to give up on that friendship, but I do want to start dating again, but I'm not really sure how I can, uh, do you want to be in a relationship with him? Like, 
No, I don't want to be in a relationship. You're 100. percent You're certain of that? I'm like, yeah, I'm 100 <laughs> certain. Why don't you want to be in a relationship um, with him? Because he's, um, like in a non-malicious way, he's just a very selfish person. Okay. Um. Yeah, he's not. Uh, you know, for example, I had a an emergency this past winter with my cat, and he didn't want to come and help me. Yeah, I got to say, it sounds... Because doing something else. <laughs> yeah, honey, it does sound like he's taking up a lot of your real estate. And yeah. that, you know, real yeah. estate being like a morning phone call and an evening phone call, that's relationship kind of stuff. Yeah. We've been, Nick and I have been relating a lot of, with callers today about like our friendship and we're just friends. And if he's trying yeah. to pose it to you, like you're just friends, but he's taking that good morning and that good night call. Like we really do as women and as men need to reserve certain things for relationships. And right. I think that crosses a line. Like, doesn't it sound Nick? Like oh, they're sure. kind of like behaving in a relationship. Totally. I, I totally agree with that. That's why I'm just trying to figure out. I think one of these situations, it's important to figure out what do you really want? Uh, I think that's a really right. great observation to know that he is selfish and in a relationship, you want someone who wants to help you take care of your cat or, or whatever. Yeah. That, yeah. That's great yeah. to know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just want to know, like, again, like if he called you up and just like, I, I love you, Lauren, I want to be with you. And he really fought. Uh, how would that change your mentality or you just don't see him that way? Is there a world in which you yeah. could date him? No, I really don't. Right. I okay. don't. If like, and I, I, I can confidently say that, but great. My thing is, is that I would like to continue my friendship with him and continue doing all the things that we do together. All the things? We go camping. Well, not all the things. But but also be able to have a relationship with someone and have them understand, you know, that him and I were just friends. Yeah. yeah, But to Suge's point, you're not honest about what our past has been. Yeah. To Suge's point, you're not just friends. Right. There's also the element of that. You you used to be sexually intimate with him. I have women friends that I am best friends with that we have slept. We we met. We started dating, like, different than my friendship with Suge, but we, like, we met, I met Suge in a friend situation. I met other girls right. where we pursued each other romantically the first few weeks. There there was intimacy, and there was a gap between, and we never really dated that long where it got weird, and now we're, we're great friends. That's a situation. But this is someone not only that you were, you were sexually intimate with, right now, mm-hmm. he is filling so many roles as a boyfriend. And we're not just talking about like, like again, Suge and I and our friendship. Do we hang out and spend a lot of time together? Sure. Do we do activities together? Sure. Do I, do I pop over and, and, and download my day if I've had a bad day and vice versa? Sure. Do we call each other every morning and night? No. Are we taking like camping trips and overnight trips together no do i invite suge as a date to a wedding ever no and vice versa jeez you can take me to a wedding no i'm just saying but like (laughs) i guess if i if i yes i would take suge to a wedding but i'm just saying like yeah um right now he is feeling so much to suge's point of this boyfriend and if you want to date someone else sure i mean you should you should taper down this relationship so yeah. you have to decide what right. kind of friend yeah. do you really want? This whole morning and night thing, this camping trips. Because I can tell you right now, when you do meet a guy, confident or not, he's going to be like, all right, like, I'm fine with him being your friend. And I can even get past the fact that maybe you had sex with him a year and a half ago. But like, 
you're fucking dating this guy. Like, I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. like, I don't. And, and, yeah. and to that yeah, point, I mean, you, you wake up and that, yeah, if you want the yeah. same friendship, that means you're going to date this guy and you're going to be sitting next to him at 730 in the morning and Chuck, whoever the fuck this guy is going to call you up and be like, hey, Lauren, what's up? How's yeah. day? <laughs> like, well, and, you, you say goodnight, you yeah. know, like, <laughs> like and, and yeah, well, you, we talk about that and we, we, we both acknowledge the fact that obviously once one of the uh, one of us starts dating somebody, our relationship's going to change. But I guess in, a well, I, yeah. in denial it's, that. You know, we have so much fun when we do these things together. We go camping, we go to shows, we head but, down but, to Vermont. It's super no, fun, but uh, yeah, but and honey, I would love to be able to continue it. But you can, yeah, I think uh, you can. But you need so it's so important that you make room now in your life for this new person to come along. And when you know the new. I don't know, Brad Pitt of your life shows up and yeah. you're spending time with him, you can bring Chuck on the on the camping trip and he can meet Brad Pitt and it can be a great time. But those boundaries yes. really do need to be set up now and you have to get used to right. being just friends with Chuck before Brad yeah. Pitt comes. Like I, Brad Pitt isn't yeah. going to step in until Chuck is is has like very healthy boundaries. I, I, I totally agree because it's also right. going to, it's going to, Whatever you think this relationship is, it's it would get met if you let's say I meet a guy tomorrow, and you just happen to go to you know meet a guy and you're just like, oh wow, I think I met a guy and I think he likes me, because you haven't done this yet, it will inevitably get messy. Right. You like Chuck, whoever called, yeah. like he would start, he would get jealous or whatever. I mean, there's there's something there you guys are doing that you're not being maybe totally honest with the relationship, uh, and maybe it's because he is just selfish and he's just around. But I totally agree with with Suge that you don't have the real estate to most likely fall for someone right now because he's taking up too much of your emotional time. Um, you rely on each other so much for like emotional intimacy and that's yeah. different than yeah. a friendship. Mm -hmm. um, and that would be a challenge. So you can still, he can yeah. still be a very close friend, but he for can, sure. be, but he can be the type of friend where he is just a friend. And I, right now it doesn't sound like he's just a friend. It's like this weird kind of, He's selfish. Almost boyfriend, but no. It is weird. Yeah, yeah and you said it. it. He's selfish. This bitch doesn't even show up to take care of your cat. Get the fuck out of here. Don't call me in the morning. That's yeah. the new attitude that you can have a he little felt bit. felt like it was too traumatic for him. So. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Get out of here, Chuck. But no, I'm just kidding. You can be Because I have also recently started reflecting on the fact, well, maybe this friendship is actually just preventing me from meeting it somebody is. too. It, 100%. Because I'm just so yes. comfortable with yeah. him. Yeah. I know that he's always going to be there if I call. Yeah. Yes. It 100% is in some degree. I can't quantify it by any means, but it certainly is. Do you have... Sorry to interrupt you. No, I mean, like, that's the thing. Um, I was going to ask, like, how is your friend circle outside of him? Have Has it been a little bit monopolized by this one person? Or can you start, like, kind of looking at putting more, you know, percent of your time to your other friendships? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I think I have a better balance now than I did maybe last, like a year ago. Yeah. Um, partly because we have opposite schedules now, so we don't actually spend that much time together. Um, but there was definitely a point where I'd say he was pretty much the only person I was spending yeah. time with. Yeah. yeah. I mean, investing I'm in usually those... at work quite a bit. So yeah. But <laughs> investing the, in the those... The bit of time I have to myself. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, get some and chat so, up some girlfriends or he's a, some new gays. He's forty six. I mean, I don't have any problem with the age gap. You're in a you're an adult woman, but he's not changing. You know, like this is this is who he yeah. is. Mm. Um, yeah, most well, likely. That's, that's what I see. Is he's like he's very set in his ways. 
And that's why I'm quite confident that if one day he were like, Lauren, I'm in love with you, I I wouldn't reciprocate the feelings. <laughs> that's fine. So like you have to slowly taper. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think we can agree. You have to slowly taper down the, uh, the relationship and, yeah. and set those expectations. And I think this would be a great time if he starts being like, Hey, why have things changed? I think you say to him, listen, I love you as a friend, but I do want to meet someone. Yeah. And, and I'd be curious what his reaction to say is like, I, I want you as a friend, but I can't keep doing this because and regardless of what he says, he might try to convince you otherwise, but you need to be confident yeah. in your conviction of what you want the relationship to be. Because I'm really curious how he will react when you start changing the dynamic of your friendship. You don't see, I yeah. uh, personally, and, and and I'm interested in what you think about this. I, I wonder if it's like a conversation of like, hey, I'm about to set up some boundaries here and I don't want to have good morning and good night calls anymore and I love you, but I need to make room in my life for a real romantic relationship. Like a nice, like instead of a slow taper, like an actual like, hey, because I think that that just sends messages to your whole new journey that you want to go on into yourself into your brain oh. and all the rest of it like saying it out loud saying it to him i think will set you on a really I, good I totally course and kind yeah. of like give yeah. you a a faster route to finding what you are looking for which is you know love and right. partnership with the, with the right brad yeah. pitt i i think that would be an excellent exercise if you're willing to do that because to shrug's point not only does it set expectations with him but it almost is kind of a kick in the pants for you yeah to really go out yeah. there if you really yeah. want to start meeting someone because you yeah, are definitely yeah. very comfortable in this very bizarro relationship that you have yeah it's a bit weird yeah i mean it's fine like, <laughs> but, no, and i think no. you're right that it's a, a good clean no judgment but you are yeah you know you don't want to date him yeah. i think it's good to know that but yeah. you yeah. are you're investing so much energy and emotional time with him that it's almost impossible yeah, to really definitely do other things yeah. all right yeah very good point all right well, well thank, thank you, you for much. your time i really appreciate you calling in uh, enjoy montreal it's yeah, a great I city appreciate your advice. i all love right. you canadian you. goodbye take care yeah bye it just seemed a little bit like daddy issues. why why do you think he's that... a 45 year old man he's like you she's know, 28 why i still i was getting daddy vibes what it's interesting. I, I, I wonder what his life is like and how yeah. lonely this guy is a little bit. And like, I don't know if, if wait, she's why, why describing him this as guy like she's, well, she's doing the same thing. Selfish. OK, she gave one example. I, 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 all I'm saying is before we start like painting this picture of this, who this you're guy right. Is, He's maybe a great guy. I, I don't know. I mean, he can be selfish. Also doesn't make him a guy and doesn't mean it's that true. she has daddy issues if he's selfish. It's a unique I relationship. I daddy issues. I just said daddy. <laughs> but I mean, listen, there's definitely an age gap there, but 28 and 45 is not like the end of the world and it happens and she's an adult woman and he's an adult guy. Uh, yeah, and love shows up in all different shapes and forms. It just, it sounds like it's been drawn out into something that's not what she totally. wants. And, and this story that she told could happen with two people who are two years apart or the same age. Maybe I mean, true. You you think that are you, you just getting defensive? Not remotely. I, <laughs> I feel like it. I, I I don't date women usually that are sixteen years younger than me, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying in general, she's also twenty eight. Like at that point, like she's an adult. You know, she's totally. Yeah. I mean, whoever she wants to date, that's fine. And Michelle, the story she told, nothing about that. What's the tea? What's your What's your biggest age gap? Oh, my biggest. Uh huh. Just like five years. Weak. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> no, it's Better fine. Go to Dubai, I, I wasn't getting a, I wasn't getting a vibe from her that like the issues had to do with the age, other than the fact that he might be set in his ways. But you can be thirty and set in your ways. Mm-hmm. It's true. I don't know. Daddy issues. Hi. What's your name? Uh, Allison. You Allison? look like Taylor Swift. Ooh. Rochelle says you look like Taylor Swift. That's a comment from Rochelle. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, I'm Nick. This is Shug and Hi. Rochelle. Uh, Al- Hi. Alice, thank you guys. thanks for calling in. Allison, how can we uh, help or try? Or Yes. <laughs> um, so basically, um, at the end of my senior year of college, um, I probably should have gone to the doctor sooner. But like I thought around like Christmas break that I like felt like almost it was really stupid. I thought it was like a skin tag Mm -hmm. around like near um, my vagina. Mm -hmm. And then I eventually it like grew a little bit. So I was like, okay, like crap, I should definitely go to health services at school. I went, they were like, yes, this is a general award. Uh, I was diagnosed with HPV. And now I know that it's like it's a virus. So it's not treatable. Yeah. Um, I texted the last guy that I had had sex with and it's the only guy I've had sex with without a condom on. And I was like, Hey, uh, so by the way, like you should probably know that this is a thing that has happened. Um, granted he said that it wasn't him because of course, um, I also, I don't I think he now- would even technically know cause I, I, I'm not a doctor. We all know this. So you're not. Yeah. I like we like I've you know I've been STD tested plenty HPV H- HPV yeah but like I don't know if men can be diagnosed with it like yeah, you can you can men can be tested oh, now right. yeah can they yeah they can look I, mean, I know I've been okay, I'm gonna look it on up the list check. okay we're gonna look it up anyway continues go ahead but yes he probably would say that anyways. uh yeah but so now it's just a little bit uncomfortable I feel like for me moving forward because it's like if I'm excited about a guy how do I bring that up basically without scaring him off? And like, what's the point when I bring it up, if I'm talking to him, like, I don't want to bring it up too early. And then it's, it sounds very presumptive. Like, Oh, I knew that you were going to want to have sex with me. Cause then I just sound a little narcissistic and my ego is huge. I mean, you're a pretty girl. Let's assume long, every guy you meet kind of maybe wants to have sex with you. It's fine. <laughs> like it's, it's there, there's worse things in the <laughs> world than going on a date and being true. like, I don't want to be a, a dick to assume they might want to have sex with me. You're totally fine in that department but way to be humble um okay so continue i'm just butting in there oh, is no test I, for men there is no no I yeah that's the thing so yeah there is no actual test for men i thought it was told this like uh, when we were when but, you go on the bachelor you get tested it's on the list of things they test for but guys don't know if they are carriers but you said that there's a okay. there's like an external it's like a it's like a genital um kind of wart like there's something showing on the outside it can lead to genital warts or cancer but they removed it right they didn't um they gave me a cream there's like one that's still there it's like i don't know i guess it takes a while um and i did get the gardasil shot but apparently that only protects against cancer like because there's a million different strains i've learned a lot yeah and it's something like up to 80 percent of people are diagnosed like like 80% of people have HPV. Oh, yeah. So yes. everybody has HPV. I mean, like, it's like I, a crazy- I dated a girl once who, uh, were, she was my girlfriend, and we were one of my best girlfriends I've ever had. And, you know, she went to the doctor, and the doctor, you have precancerous cells, and they had to do this whole thing. And it was a very scary moment for her. And, like, 
I was at the time I was younger. I'm asking all these questions. What does this mean? Like they, from an HPV standpoint, the doctor's like, there's no, you know, she was immediately wondering, well, was it, you know, and she had other boyfriends before we dated and we had been dating for a year. And, you know, there's a lot of questions about like potentially cheating or things like that. And I was also me, I was nervous about what does this mean? She's just like, honestly, everyone like has been in contact with from an HPV standpoint. Right. And like, there's literally no way to know if you got it from your boyfriend or someone else, most likely you probably, because it's precancerous cells could have easily got it from someone you dated in the past. And like, but Hey, let's just take care of this situation. And it was kind of like something that just blew over. Yeah. Um, you're in a situation where you have this visible thing and it's, you know, it's like literally, I mean, I can't, I can't imagine, right? And so I have a mole down there. <laughs> there you go. I know that it's very that's not the same thing, but just to, you know, kind of get on the same page with you in some sort Talk of way. I have like a beautiful mole on my vagina. Like right on the lip. It's like right <laughs> there. Yeah. And I just let it be a surprise. But that might be <laughs> 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 But that's different. But I I will say and and getting to your question, like I I went on a few dates with a guy and we were like kissing passionately for the first time. Like we had kissed or whatever, but then like, I don't know, it was maybe third date and we were like laying in a hammock and we were kissing and he pulled away and he said, you should know I have genital herpes in that moment. Oh God. In that moment. Yeah. Oh no. Which was a bold choice, but at the same time, I, you know, I had no choice but to yeah. respect it because he was saying it before, you know, like sure. something before I pulled it out or whatever. So, um, it's, 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 it became an interesting topic. And what I also respected was that he was giving me the choice on how to proceed. Like, do I want to, continue a relationship with, you know, a disease again that I know you have medicine that prevents it. It's totally controllable. And it's the same with HPV. Like, I understand how scary it might sound to present to somebody, but the right person is going to be like, either I have HPV too, or it doesn't frighten me. And I had some friends that were like, somebody has genital herpes. I mean, it's, yeah, it's interesting. This is such an interesting topic because there is a lot of, I mean, I've always been kind of a hypochondriac when about this stuff. So like, like, you know, like, I mean, the first time I had sex, the first time I lost my virginity, I was convinced I had AIDS, AIDS. (laughs) you know, like I was told never, you know, Catholic guilt or whatever. You call me a lot and say, I think I have AIDS still. Even now I joke around. (laughs) I'm like, if I have sex with someone, I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to go get tested, you know, and like. No, it's and so over the years you research and there is a lot of misinformation about STDs in general. Um, you know, the the general herpes or herpes in general, type one, type two. Again, like the type one, 80 percent of the people have at least the uh, uh, the uh, antibodies in their system. They may have never had a cold sore, but they have the antibodies because when they were two, their uncle kissed them and whatever, you know, on the on, you know, whatever. Um HPV is even more kind of cloudy in that sense because like men and women for like the herpes can be tested and then men and women equally have, well, breakouts. I mean, it can vary in terms of severity, but it varies with people. The HPV one, I actually don't know in the sense of like, so like you said, there's so many strands. Like is your specific strand, uh, pr- uh, you're prone to the, the wart or is it just more case by case? Yeah. 
So because you have this strand, yeah. you could potentially, a guy you sleep with could also get that or just you just reacted to it differently. Um, I think it's a little bit of both. I think that there are some strains that are more like you have a much higher chance of getting genital work. But I right. think that obviously with every strain, you're not necessarily going to show symptoms. A lot of guys just simply never show symptoms. Sure. Um, now, with, with you the treating this, this I, what I, why, the reason I ask, it's so interesting because, again, the, the girlfriend I had who had the precancerous cells, it was kind of like she dealt with it. She took care of it. She's fine. She's, you know, we broke up. She's moved on. Like, it's so out of sight, out of mind, right? Yeah. And this young lady's situation, she has the physical. No, it's gone, right? The, the warts are gone, right? No, she's no, honey, it's still there. But even that. still, she knows that she has a particular virus that makes it prone to that. And oh. so I'm very curious. How are you feeling? Like, how are you feeling about it? Are you upset about it? Have you accepted uh, it? I mean, this is this is, you know, this is going to be your path and you're going to be strong and great about it. But how, how are you feeling? Um, my initial reaction was like, I feel gross. Like, yeah. I feel I like I feel less than now. Like I feel almost like I don't know, like damaged. It's like I got like a knockoff of like what like my I guess like my dateability score could be because it's just like oh who wants to date the girl with the STD that's not treatable. Um, and I think since then I've kind of more so come to terms with the fact that it's like yeah this is a shitty situation. Eighty percent of people have it. Yeah, it sucks. I'm just gonna have to like put on my big girl pants and yeah. deal with it. Like that, there's nothing girl. else. I can That's do. a healthy approach. Yes. And yes, a lot of good it is you. to that point. A lot of is stereotypes. I mean, what's so fascinating? You talk about herpes. Like literally, I don't know. I'm throwing out a number, but a, a strong amount of people have the antibodies or have a cold. You see someone down the street and they have a cold sore on their face. You're like, oh, that sucks. I don't want that. But like. I know a lot of people who have got cold sores and they're in relationships and it's just like a thing they both and like, it's not even a thing they talk about, but if it's on your genital, people lose their shit. And because the society has told us that it's different, doctors will tell you it's literally the same. In your situation, you have this HPV wart and yet 80% of the people have, have, you know, the precancerous cells or have come in contact. Guys don't even fucking know. And they just kind of go about their day. But because you have this visible thing, you feel even more stress about it. And that's just kind of, it's, yeah. it's really just a society thing. I agree with you. You're taking a great approach. I think it's mm -hmm. good to be upfront uh, with the guy. It's hard for you. And I'm, not, and I'm not in any way suggesting you shouldn't be upfront. What's hard for, for Lauren is... It's just so hard to have that conversations because like what is a guy you're like, oh, but then there's so much information that people don't know and what that means for him. It's it's harder to do. If anything, it's a great way to have like maybe sex with someone that you just only want to have sex with it. You I'm guessing you can have a very mm -hmm. great sexual relationship with any person you're in a relationship with and they can be fine. I don't know how it works with if once the wart goes away, is he less likely to get it or, or not now that you have the yeah. shot? Yeah, so all these all these things. Um, and then the, the sense of feeling less desirable, it's a probably, an, it's a normal feeling, I would assume, for anyone to have that. But to your point, a lot of people just don't talk about it and everyone out there is floating. And again, when I was dating someone who had the precancer cell, what is the difference? I don't know. Technically, literally nothing other than the fact that she, instead of uh, uh, didn't get a wart, but she got 
cancer cells in, in her body, which is technically scary and life-threatening, but she caught it early and dealt with. It's just a really uh, scary thing and all the more reason that we should always practice safe sex mm-hmm. um, when you're specially sleeping with people because this guy that you slept with didn't know, I'm guessing, and still doesn't know. And when he goes and yeah. gets a physical and he goes and gets STD t- 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 tested, he goes and he gets his blood drawn and he, he gets his dick swabbed and he goes and the doctor goes, Yep, you're good. And you might have gotten it from him because guys aren't getting tested from it. So he he's just like he doesn't know. Um, so what yeah. do you what do you think? Like, because your question is when to bring it up. Was that your question? Yeah. When, yeah. Yeah. Just because it's like I don't want it to like come up too early. And then it's like, oh, this guy didn't even get the chance to know me or he thinks I'm really defeated or whatever. And then later on, it's like, well, you wasted my time. Like, I wouldn't have considered uh, going into this relationship as far as uh, I did. Okay, well, I don't he's think a you dick ever bring if he's like, you wasted date. time. That's not the right well, guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't bring it up on a first date unless you want to hook up on the first date. I don't know, man. Like, this is a question for Doc. Like, I have a suggestion. Okay, she- I-, I really think that you need to focus so much on what you want with this. Like... You need to really evaluate how much you want to have sex with this person or or like really like get your relationship to a point where you really see something in them before you sleep with them. I'm not saying like, you know, having one night stands are off the table for you. But if you like start dating somebody, I would give it a beat for you to decide that you actually like them and that they're showing characteristics and qualities and maturity of somebody who can hear this information. Because like Nick said, listen to how Nick's taking it. He's not scared. He's not squeamish. He's not like, you know, pulling away from this or giggling or anything like that. Like he's like, okay, here, I'm a mature man. I know that this stuff happens and this is how it, like there are men that are going to take it that way. So I would just like, as for you, Take a beat to kind of gauge what kind of person this is. And then to me, I would, you know, my hammock guy in that in that heated moment was a little jarring, but he did say it right before he thought there was any potential of us getting physical to a point that okay. I should know. You know what I mean? So Yeah, I yeah. I totally agree with, with Shug. A couple of things I in, in general, I would say this whole like whether it's this HPV situation or, you know, very different, but similar in the sense, well, I have kids. When should I tell them? Or I was divorced. Or when should I tell him? Because there's always this fear with these people who feel like they have some baggage they have to reveal. Is someone going to reject them when they tell it? And they're so, did they waste my time? Not your fucking problem, whether a guy has decided you wasted his time or not. And also, bonus, any guy worth your time um, isn't going to throw that in your face, even if he doesn't want that in a relationship, right? Like is any, whose time is so valuable, but they can't go on four dates with someone and have it not work out because they didn't share some information with them about them. They didn't want to accept. Yeah. You have the right to ha- your own privacy uh, in a, any dating situation as does anyone else, right? Yeah. Is it weird if you would wait six months, but if you're not sleeping together in the first six months of your relationship, you know, whatever. It's your right to privacy. And so you don't have to feel guilty about that. That's a very good In your point. situation, if I were, say, dating someone or going on a date, right? I'm just thinking out loud here. And you said, hey, listen, here's the situation. I would just ask a lot of questions. I mean, listen, it might behoove you and try to just deal with the situation and have it be gone. It probably, because I, I would, me personally, I would like, 
Oh, like, is it still there? All right. Well, what does that mean if it's still there? Are you, you're more contagious if it is still there? Okay. Can we like have it not be there and we can wait? Great. Uh, we should use condoms. You know, totally. I would go to a doctor then and ask a million questions to yeah. my physician. I mean, like, I like this girl. What does this mean? And I have to say, like with hammock guy, it was this is probably 10 years ago. OK, I'm I'm old. Uh, it was like 10 years ago. And that's exactly what happened to me. A, he brought it up really early. So this was third date. But first date was like a non date. Second date, we barely kissed like he brought it up really, really early. And I didn't know him very well yet. And there were other red flags with him that I didn't particularly think we were going to go very much further beyond third date. And then he sprung this on me. And and I was very clear with him of like, hey, I understand that you have this thing. I want you to know that this isn't why I don't want to pursue this. And I asked a thousand questions and, and, you know, like that's that's bound to happen because the people are you know, inherently good. And I think that the good ones will ask you those questions. Sure. And listen, I, again, not being a doctor, I think once you deal with the ward itself, I think the good news is whenever you find your person, they'll love you for who you are. Also, there's a highly strong chance that you will meet someone, have sex with them, and they will never have to worry about getting a ward themselves no. if you guys take the proper steps. So it's just not in any way... Yeah. Um, and again, there's just so many people out there who have been in con- like, I mean, literally everyone's been in contact with it some way, shape or form. You just unfortunately experience the actual ward itself. Um, and a lot of it is the psychology. And like, again, we always talk about like, don't be afraid if you are struggling with it from a mental health standpoint to talk to people about that. We really thank you for coming on this show. I guarantee you a lot of people can relate and talking about it and like yeah. just showing your face. You're a pretty young woman. It shows a lot of confidence and strength yeah. to go out there. And like Shug said, if the worst thing you have to sacrifice is not having one night stands because you don't know if you should tell them right away. So you're just going to not have sex. Great. You're probably like, I'm not knocking one night stands, but like no one needs a one night stand to be happy in their life. It's just like, if you want to have it, go for it. But for you, you'll probably be safer and, and more confident in yourself by maybe removing that situa- you know, situation from your life and just vetting out and, and with, with uh, vetting out people and, and figuring out, is this someone that I want to tell and be open with or someone I, I don't even want to bother with? Or you can have one night stands where yeah. you're like, I'm going to keep on my pants and just do stuff to you. You know, there's so much fun to be had in the world of sex. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, I, I, final thought on this call is no one's really talking about it. And when it comes to STDs and sex, the more, again, conversations and honesty people have, we're yeah. just so afraid of judgment. Uh, people just pretend they don't. And a lot of people just don't know. There's just an overwhelming amount of ignorance about STDs and sex. Uh, so we do really thank you for being so open and calling and, and sharing some light. And again, I don't, we don't, none of us have all the answers. We've all had our own experience and asked a bunch of questions in the situation. There's always a lot of fear. Um, and there's a lot of pointing fingers and judging that it come from a lot of ignorance, you know? So, all right. Well, thank you guys. You're going to be just fine. You're very pretty. And you're, you're not gross. No, not, not at all. <laughs> no. All, thank you. <laughs> all your friends have experienced that. They just may not have talked about it. Yeah, you're just lovely and so strong and brave, clearly. Like you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna rock this whole thing. All right. Thank you. Well take care. You too. All right, bye bye. Bye. 
Yeah. It, what it, a it, badass, eh? Yeah. I mean, Griffith, it is fascinating because it's like, I remember when, when this happened with the girl I was dating, I had all these questions and the doctor was like, well, I mean, we can't test for it. So like, oh, you know, like, you're <laughs> like well, what do you mean? Uh, like, you know, it's literally like guys don't experience symptoms as much. Right. And well, I just remember talking to her doctor about it and I was almost shocked about how like dismissive or nonchalant right, they were about it right yeah you know like unfortunately women um have these if they come in contact like Eliane, though you want to the cancer yeah. is the scary part mm -hmm. so you want to be checked out about it and now they have shots to yeah, help cardicil. to to help prevent that and and that's great and everyone should look into that um but it was a yeah i don't know yeah i got the shots free in college so if you're listening check into that do, do, like and men can get the shots too yeah yeah great that's interesting you can get shots for it but they can't detect it in men i think they just like give you a shot what is your name natalie hi natalie i'm nick this is suge hello rochelle here hey uh how can we help you natalie yeah um so uh i recently downloaded dating apps for the first time congratulations Exciting. <laughs> big, um, big first step. Yeah, huge. I'm on um, Hinge and Bumble, right. and it's been going really well. Great. Um, one guy in particular, we've gone on four dates in like two weeks. Um, I'm like pretty excited about it. It's been going like good, no red flags or anything. Um, but I'm kind of nervous about. Um, like having to have a conversation with him because I don't want to have sex until I'm married. How old are you? And how, how what'd you say? How old are you? How old am I? I'm 22. Okay. So, um, yeah, so that's just like a thing about me. It's something that I care about. Okay. And Great, beautiful. I don't know like when I should bring it up or how, or exactly like how to approach that situation. Why are you, af I mean, the obvious answer, but why are you afraid uh, if that's something you are proudly uh, decided that you don't want to do? Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm basically anticipating that he probably doesn't share that conviction with me. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm just trying to like see if there's any way that I can tell him in a way that doesn't have things end sure. terribly or is, him uh, like it, and just yeah. to understand you more are you you're, is this a religious aspect or you just don't want to or what were why do you why have you decided not to um yeah it is it does come from a religious place um okay yeah okay um and again i'm just trying to understand so uh in terms of what you are have decided you don't want to do um, are you not letting your, what, what base are you willing to go to here? Oh. You know, I'm just a serious question. Like, are you just like, we're, I'm only going to be kissing until I get married or, or I'm just not going, I'm not rounding all the bases. Like, what are you, um, what are you comfortable with? Yeah, probably like first or second base, probably not going to third base either. Okay. 
What is first and what is second? Grade? I don't know. I mean, I'm I think th- it's like kissing. Oral and sex like is probably rubbing. third base. I think oral is third base. I think any yeah, holds. Yeah, oral, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, have you had serious relationships before? Uh, have I had serious relationships before? Yeah. Um, yeah, my last two relationships each lasted about two years. Okay. Those would be my two past relationships. I mean, listen, there's... The, I, I, the short answer is, if this is something you probably don't want to do, um, you, I think you, your first step is to have conviction in it, right? And so whenever you have this conversation with anyone, um, I don't think you ever should be ashamed of your answer. You should be, be very, let's like, let's, let's, I, I know I don't want to do this. And no, I'm not going to third base either. I wouldn't be like, eh, you know, especially like if I'm the guy asking like, all right, well, help me understand here. What base can we go to? I would be like, probably no, you're like, you don't want to go. I think you really need conviction because well, one guys will be like, Oh, do I, do I keep trying? Yeah. But I think you really also for yourself need to know that that's what you don't want to do and then and just own that and that in itself will be attractive to people in general mm-hmm. um that aside uh i think uh listen it is going to be something you are going to i guess struggle with let's just keep it real we live in a time where less and less people are waiting to get married um historically that's why a lot of people got married younger because they were just like all horned up and like the only <laughs> way to not burden hell was to have to get married and again, I'm not knocking your faith or your beliefs. That's just like generally how people are operating now. Um, it's, 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 a, it's a weird, it's, it, it is fascinating, right? I grew up in a traditional household in terms of what's more right or wrong. Like the reality is, is you're probably going to want to get married sooner than someone who's like, I don't, I'm going to have sex and I want to wait. And I'm not saying one's better than the other, uh, but it's probably going to be easier for you to date someone who shares similar beliefs. My only risk, you know, the only risk thing you're at risk of, you meet someone who doesn't. They love you. They're like, oh, oh you're such a babe. And you know what? I'll wait forever. Uh, but also, let's get married. Um, you know, because like they, they want to have that relationship and it's going to be a struggle for you because, I, you know, there are, let's, let's just be, keep it real. There's a lot of people out there who rush into serious relationships as a result of not wanting to have sex before they get married. Right. That's my would be concern for you is how do you balance that? And sometimes I think it's hard for us in the moment to try to figure out which part is true. It's fascinating. This is totally unrelated to you. And I don't know if I'm assuming you probably watch The Bachelor, but I always talk about like on my first time on Andy's season, I'm a very competitive guy. And I knew I knew I was self-aware that I was very competitive. Right. (laughs) And I go into this world and I knew that I had genuine feelings for Andy. And at the time, I knew the situation where I'm competing with a bunch of guys that like I knew this competitive element. And I truly didn't know in the moment, being aware of both, which was playing a bigger role, my competitive spirit or my genuine feelings for her. And what I mean, and I only say the story is because in your situation, it's sometimes I think going to be hard for you is do I really want to get married to this guy or do I just really want to have sex? And I think sometimes it's a struggle for people who are trying to uh, live this, uh, to, to stay, uh, to abstain from sex before marriage. And I think that's going to be a struggle for you. Uh, and I think it's totally fine. I think the best thing to do, going back to my original point, is I think you just got to own it. And and you can't waffle because that's going to, 
be confusing to the people you date. It's going to be confusing to yourself. Uh, I think you just have to be steadfast in what you're willing to do. And eventually you'll find a guy who finds that attractive and is willing to wait. Should you I, put it on her dating profile? I was going to ask that. Or is there no? is there like a Christian or I don't know what religion you you subscribe to, but is there like a dating app for that? There are, yeah, right. There's more people? Christian. Uh, Christian mingle. Are, Christian mingle. Are, are, are you? Why are we? Are she? Is, She's are making a face. Are you Christian? Yeah, yeah, I'm Christian. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, Christian mingle is like for older people. Oh, bird. Like, is it? My dad met his wife on Christian mingle, oh. so probably but, not right demographic. Uh, I'm curious. So just, just, just for fun here, your your dad is divorced and, and met someone else. Yeah. Uh, but like, is that is that that's kind of against the law? <laughs> I mean, um, here here's yeah. I I am not knocking your convinc- conviction conviction at all. I'm just uh, I I think it's awesome that you value sex, um, and I think you should continue to value sex. I think you should also continue to be open to new experiences. Um, but you just need to know what you want and, and make your own decisions based on what you think is best for yourself. Um, and not make decisions based on how you think you're going to be judged. And it sounds like you have, it sounds like you're very sure about this. You don't think she can put it on her profile or dating profile? Yeah. She can do whatever she wants. Have you tried that? Did you put on there? Like will not have sex before marriage. That's what she leads with. Or <laughs> or it's like, I like... Nobody's going to go out with me. Exactly. Because like, here's the thing. But yes, they will. No, no, One no. of them will. Uh, listen, I'm talking about... Listen, she's a pretty girl. But if a guy in a dating app is swiping through and a girl says, I will not have sex with you, he's going to be like, nah. But I mean, you also, said the perfect person for her to date is somebody fine, with the same let, convictions. Sh- ideally. But... I don't, I think Natalie is open to the idea of maybe not necessarily having to meet someone at Bible camp or wherever it is you might go and meet these people. And I'm just, it sounds like Natalie, and Natalie, correct me if I'm wrong, is open to going on a date and being the beautiful, wonderful woman that she is and confident that guys would be just swarmed to her. There's this one little thing that she's not willing to do that a lot of guys want to do. And there's a hope of loving her for herself and her charm and her presence in person. And I think let the guy fucking meet her first. And then, (laughs) and then, you know, before they get a chance to like decide whether they want to wait forever based off a photo she put on an app, you know, like, hi, I'm Natalie, I'm pretty, I like to travel and we, we can't fuck. Um, but you're right though and and that isn't that shouldn't really be a deal breaker for people you know like not having sex to me have you always felt this way uh natalie yeah what's the further how many what's the furthest base you've ever gone to can we define the bases (laughs) yeah (laughs) i want to know too have you ever had oral sex the bases have you ever had oral sex no. Okay. Have you ever been naked with a guy? No. Okay. Her parents are going to be like, this is good stuff. <laughs> We've got all the answers. Thanks, Nick. Uh, and this is all, this is all a faith, faith thing. Yeah. Do you have siblings? I do. I have a younger brother. 
Yeah, a younger yeah. brother. Okay, how 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 old is he? Twenty. What's uh, what's he up to these days? <laughs> Where are you going with this? I'm just curious in terms of like. <laughs> Is, do all her siblings feel this way? Is, purity culture, Christian purity I, culture. I, I'm, I, I don't. Again, I'm curious. Is I, I'm curious. Her is her brother is part of the, or is he like, yeah, whatever, fuck it. Um. Yeah, I'm pretty sure my brother's on like would be on the same page as me. Okay. He's in college. He's a, he goes to Ohio State. Do you think your dad's having sex with his girlfriend? He's married. Oh, he's married. So do you think sex, they? Yeah. Do you think they hooked up before they got married? Nick. Nick. Jeez. Natalie, um, you're allowed to say no. You're not in court. So if there's yeah, you don't something, have to answer. you don't have to answer always. <laughs> I feel like she's fine. Uh, yeah. I, I would go guessing no. Okay. Um, I'm just kind of uh, fascinated by the, uh, the purity culture, I guess. Um, yeah. And then there was an earlier episode that I was listening to you where you guys were talking about like passport to purity culture and all of the like shame and guilt that it kind of creates around sex yes that's just my personal experience you guys about that like i think that the church at large has done a lot of harm Mm -hmm. in terms of understanding sex and communicating about sex but i do still believe that if you can like strip away the negatives and like the terrible side of purity culture there's still some truth and wisdom in like the original teaching or kind of like understanding of like what sex is for and totally all that. Natalie, you seem like a very, very smart young uh woman who I like who is you seem very assured of your choice. Yeah. And I think back to my original point, you should lead with that. And there's nothing wrong with you wanting to wait. And again, to you know, there is shame and stuff, and we're not here to say what's right or wrong, but we just don't want people to feel shamed into making their choices. You don't seem to want to do that. You seem steadfast in your conviction and own that. Yeah, that's a gorgeous thing um, about you. And yes, ha- you, are you going to run into a guy who's just like, listen, I'm not, like, I, I, I don't, I'm not waiting. Um, yeah. I'll wait for a while, but I, uh, I don't want to, I don't, and again, like, We'll, we'll we'll see, but like I do think you might meet it. the right guy. I still think I, I'm a little old. Like if I met someone, it would be weird for me to take someone's virginity at this point in my life. But oh no, if I if I met someone who was like 28 and they were like, I, and I was like, I fucking love this girl. Yeah, I'd I'd wait. You know, I'm ready to settle down totally. But like if I really was. You know, I, I mean, I'd probably be like, hey, can we go like second base? Natalie, like, you know? he is single. Oh, shut up. <laughs> uh, but like I, what I'm, I'm just thinking out loud. I would uh, I I could wait. You if know, I, I mean, I, would, I would want a physical relationship with her. I would want to like know that we have physical chemistry. I would want to round some bases if I'm being honest. But could I wait to have sex? Yeah, mm. I could wait. Um and I think you'll figure that out. How willing you're willing, how far you're willing to go with any guy you really like, and and to to test out. And because it sounds like you're very open to meeting someone who's not part of this uh, purity culture. Is that accurate? Yeah. I'm curious. Would you be okay if if he had slept with a lot of people? Yeah, that's my next question. So she, yeah, I, I'm, she's she's okay with meeting someone not part of that culture. So you're assuming. I think when you're on Bumble and Hinge. You're assuming that any guy you want to go gonna do, go on a date with might not be a virgin, right? Yeah, for sure. Right. 
that's interesting. I commend you for that. This is all about well, your choices, not his. Um, but to that point, any relationship, whether you're talking about sex, relationships are about compromise, right? Any relationship. So whether we're talking about sex or your choice in movies, you guys are going to have to compromise what you're comfortable with and what he's comfortable with. And if he's just like, I don't know, I'm just no judgment. I'm just kind of used to having a physical relationship. Can we have no physical relationship? Like, I want to respect your choices, but like, kind of want to see you naked too. You know, like how you're, you'll have to figure out as you grow with someone, is there a point where you're willing to round more bases as you, as you like, I think I can marry this guy. And I think I, I've been dating him for five or six months and we're talking about our future. And I'm not telling you what you should decide, but I'm telling you there might be conversations around that. And there's a part of you having, you know, again, it's about compromise. You know, are you saying, hey, listen, buddy, I'll date you if you're not a virgin, but these are my absolute rules. They're non-negotiable. And until we get married, you don't really get to see or do anything with the goods. That's tougher. You know, you will have a harder time. So just, I'm just kind of laying the landscape, so to speak. Um, totally. You just have to really decide what you're okay with. But I do think, once again, whatever you decide, you have to have conviction and you should be proud of it because I, will, I can assure you this, it's an attractive quality to be confident in yourself and your choices, whatever those choices are. And anyone will find that choice sexy and confident. They might not agree with it. They might not want it, but they will find that conviction confident. If you look like someone who's like, my parents told me not to have sex, very different mentality and, 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 and it will read differently. So just be confident in it and then you'll figure it out. All right. Well, hopefully that was helpful. You know, you're going to be fine. I, I wouldn't put it on your dating profile. Final thought. Um, good luck. You're going to be great. Thanks guys. All right. Take care. Bye. It's fascinating. I don't, there's no, right? I don't know. They need a hip, young Christian dating app, I think, is what we learned. I know, well, truly. I, I don't know anything about Christian Mingle, but my guess is her biggest gripe is that her dad met his girlfriend <laughs> on there. And if Christian Mingle's listening, who works there, they're probably super like, no, guys, come on. I guarantee <laughs> yeah. you Christian Mingle is not just for old people. Yeah, Christian Otherwise, Mingle they would market needs to get some new market. It's definitely not like a cool thing. Christian well, people, Mingle. not to knock religion, a lot of people don't think who are outside of religion consider it cool. The people in the religion are proud of it. And they like J-Swipe's cool. I, I don't. What's that? The, 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 Jewish. the Jewish community. But the Jewish community is different where they're, it's, yeah. it's more of a tightly knit group. I think, you know, there's more, I don't know. I don't know if it's about the. the We're just saying culture. Christian Mingle, time for a rebrand. Yeah. Christian Mingle, if you are listening, there's people out there who think <laughs> yeah. it's just for old people. Yeah. <laughs> so step it up. You need to market differently. But I also feel like her, she's like her dad killed it for her. Yeah. That's you funny. know, like she it's like that. For, well, and it sounds like she might be open to meeting very different types of people than are in her own little pack. So that's nice. It'll be interesting. I'm curious about her life. And I'll yeah. probably find out. <laughs> She's interesting to date people outside of this culture. I did. And so inevitably, inevitably, she is going to meet someone who she feels safe around. Mm -hmm. And depending how fast that goes, my guess is she'll start running more base. Yeah. That's what happened to me. Uh, and that's fine. And maybe not, but um, it's, yeah. Because the guys will be like, eventually I'll get her. 
it's bad, but that's what, what do you they mean? Think. Do you say that you say my ex boyfriend said no? He was like, "You'll give in one day." You Did know? you? Yeah. <laughs> it took a long time, but same with anal sex, you know. Oh no, oh, Nick! No. It's a joke. <laughs> um, no, I. It's a. Uh, yeah, I, I think she was really convicted, and I think that's her her the best thing she's got going for. Her, but. Um. Yeah. Yeah, Natalie. In five years, check back in with Nick. He wants to know. I'm curious. I, I I'm curious if she gets married as a virgin or not. But she seems like she knows what she wants. And I'm curious how quickly she gets married. Have you guys seen Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Yeah. It's one of the best movies of it's, all time. <laughs> it sure is. But that couple, you know, yes. it's so funny because they waited. Yeah. And that's what happens. She doesn't strike me as that. My parents couple. waited. Your parents waited? Yeah, they're happy. 40 years ago. Huh? My grandmother waited. It. How long she were they dating well. for? They didn't date in my church. You don't date. You just got married. Yeah, and it worked out. I mean, they're very... Sure. Listen, Lovely. there's a million different ways to meet people, and we'll never say what's wrong or right, because there isn't a right or wrong answer. There's just variables and, and different opinions. But I think what's interesting about Natalie is the biggest takeaway is she. It's a, she's trying to date in a world of which she right. has decided she doesn't want to be a part of. Right. Mm. Right. If Natalie was just like, listen, I'm, I, I, I only meet boys at church or christian mingle and then it's like all right well you know let us know or like a lot of people in the mormon community yeah right it's they just they're all on the same page so it's easier to to do that she is trying to i don't know like she's drug free going to a rave you know know? (laughs) it's like that's the big challenge for her and and truthfully like we joke like she might give into it um She's going to have a hard time if she doesn't. And I'm not saying she should, but she's trying to date in a world where guys are like, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> They're literally like, but I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> and it's fine at first, but like month three, three or four and they're like, it's hot and heavy. And she's, she's always just like, no, nope. no. Nope. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's super interesting. I wonder if you just need to come up with some new rules. Like, okay. Like while we're seeing other people, you can sleep with them, but you can never sleep with me. Or... You think Natalie's going to be into that? <laughs> I don't know. Nah, I, well, listen, I don't because, know if you need to keep it. You this know. is shut down, but I'm not saying that needs to shut down. I mean, that would be wild. Can you imagine someone who's so steadfast in their own conviction, but so open to other things that they're just like, this is about my vagina and not your dick. That they're just like, yeah, fuck whoever you want, but I can't have sex with you. That's not happening. That would be wild. That's a great... I don't know. I think concept would... story movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, this was a fun episode. That's wow, Rochelle saying. All right. Wrap <laughs> up. Time to wrap it up. Uh, thanks for uh, tuning in uh, once again. We hope you guys are enjoying our new Monday episodes that are just more questions and more interesting topics. On Wednesday, we have my dear friend Andrea Russett, a fascinating individual. Uh, really fascinating. She is from Indiana, grew up in a very Midwest town. She has a strong presence on YouTube. She's funny, talented. Found out she could sing. Oh, uh, She's created quite the empire for herself, and she's uh, a very open person sexually, and she deals with a lot of things like mental health. We're going to talk about uh, fuck buddies and the difference between oh. fuck buddies and fuck boys. Hmm, topical. Oh, interesting. Um, I have a, yeah, it's just, uh, so I hope you guys enjoy it. It's going to be wild and crazy. As always, thanks for listening. We need more of your questions. We'd like to hear from some more guys. You know, our 10 percenters, even any women out there, 
I feel like this podcast isn't just for women. No. Um, uh, let your guys know. I mean, that uh, we could all the guys out there, all your girls out there who have a bunch of guy friends who are doing things wrong. Bring them along to the party, <laughs> and have and so you guys out there, we'd love to hear your perspective. I'm sure the women listeners would love to hear your perspective and um and the insecurities that you guys have and the struggles you guys have. I always find it fascinating with women, and they'll hear a guy kind of ask questions and have insecurities about women, and women always thinks it's just them having them. I'd love to hear more men be open about that. So please submit your questions to asknick at castmedia.com. And as always, feel free to rate us five stars on uh, iTunes. Thanks for listening. We will see you on Wednesday. Woo. Have a great couple days. Hi, Jan from Toyota here. Hi, Jan. My friends keep posting photos in their new Toyotas. Summer's almost over, and I've got FOMO. Well, FOMO no-mo, because Toyota's national sales event is on, and it's the perfect time to squeeze out the last of summer in a new Tacoma, Highlander, Camry, and more. I can't wait to post photos of myself grilling at the park with my new RAV4. I will meet you there. <laughs> well done, Jan. Toyota, let's go places. See your participating Toyota dealer for details. Dealer inventory may vary. Event ends September 5th.